part one chapter ten of life and lillian gish this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by kathleen life and lillian gish by albert bigelow payne part one chapter ten dorothy's tree again that summer mary gish had a taffy and popcorn stand at fort george probably not after that though each summer found her busy alert handsome familiar with business she never failed of employment lillian remembers that there were summers when she took a clerkship and let the little girls go to their aunt in massillon for the cleaner life there and for schooling a summer term a teacher in massillon recalls having lillian in the fourth grade year uncertain also that she never had a lovelier or sweeter pupil wonderful in art but could not get mathematics poor lillian to her as to another little girl a hundred years earlier little marjorie fleming seven times six was an invention of the devil and nine times eight more than human nature could bear that she could write quite as well as the average child of her age is shown by a small penciled note to mel ferris manager of the false step company when the little family had been together she had been out a season on her own since then and was with dorothy now at aunt emily's having a fine time playing in the yard i do wish we could get into a company with you next season but the spelling is for the most part perfect another teacher remembers having her in the seventh grade in nineteen o seven so it appears that in spite of recurring theatrical seasons she made progress in the summer of nineteen o seven she was not yet eleven years old i do not know whether that is the right age in massillon for the seventh grade or not the wonder is that she was able to maintain any grade under the circumstances dorothy was better off lillian had her mother but the one time dorothy during five straight seasons the one just ended another false step season and three seasons with fisk o'hara the irish singing comedian a happy soul who gave her a broken heart among other things for she forgot the heroic don and fell in love with him he promised to wait for her and then one day in an absent-minded moment married his leading lady mrs gish kept her part during the second season of the false step company and had something in each of the fisk o'hara plays the company was a very good one made good towns and played in good theatres the papers paid a good deal of attention to dorothy her dimpled face looked out from dramatic columns the little scrapbook which her mother kept for her contains notices of the dainty child actress who risks her life nightly in a lion's den or ably supported fisk o'hara in dion o'dare false fisk o'hara we hope he has been properly punished for not waiting for her it was during the second season in her first false step that dorothy had her christmas tree in the last act of the play there was a christmas scene no tree but dorothy looking into the wings had to pretend to see one in his book to youth john v a weaver gives this incident in verse better than any one could hope to do it in prose here is the latter half of it of course we never carried a christmas tree but she was supposed to act like it was there well then 
we get to fond du lac wisconsin and bein it's really christmas the rest of the troop they get a bright idea they're going to give the kid a celebration to make her happy so then dorothy's goin along as usual doin her stuff real good and the third act she starts to gallop on in her big scene and there's a real tree standin on the stage lit up with candles and hung with all the fixins she takes three steps and her eyes start to pop she stops dead in her tracks tries to go on sayin her words and gives a couple of gulps and busts out cryin and she cries and cries watchin the tree and the audience all laughin and me dried up with lumps stuck in my throat finally they have to ring the curtain down i tell you it ain't fair to have a little yellow-haired kid puttin things in your head things you gave up many's the year ago it was a season or two later when they were with the fisk o'hara company that dorothy woke one night in a hotel in toledo to find her mother very ill indeed with high fever and delirium the day before she had complained of a cold and dorothy had brought her a bottle of some mixture chiefly persuaded by the picture on the label apparently it had not helped the frightened child crept down the hall to summon help mrs gish had intermittent fever and dorothy next day had to leave her and go on with the company there was nobody to take her part she was only too kindly treated but during the days before her mother joined them she was a sadly worried little girl once and this has to do with another christmas the fisk o'hara company laid off in new orleans and went one night to see the lion and the mouse at the theatre they would occupy the following week on the way out dorothy noticed a purse in one of the back rows she took it to the box office to the manager who knew them he said if nobody calls for it it will be yours nobody did call for it and the next week he gave it to her it contained twenty-one dollars a sum which they could have used very handily but instead they went out and spent it on a gold watch to send to lillian for christmas end of part one chapter ten